So here we go again, F1 2021. Let's get started. And they are going to win! Pierre Gasly wins the Italian Grand Prix! Three cars going well to win as Perez is caught by Charles Leclerc and his three cars gone off! It's a DNF for MAX! The world championship record is equaled. Lewis Hamilton, seven-time champion of the world! With a new intro. Yes, with a new intro. Did you like it? Love. Tingles. Very nice. Absolute chills, yeah. So a new introduction, a new jingle, but the same people, the same voices for this series of F1 in Review. I'm Tom. Hello, I'm Tristan. Hiya, I'm Liv. And let's not forget Angus as well. He is unwell today, but he remains a solid part of our podcast mm. and will return for the first podcast after the first race of the season. And welcome to all those who are joining us, watching us, listening to us on YouTube for the very first time. Thank you very much to Tristan for setting that all up. We are going global, I guess, or multifaceted at least. Absolutely. We've, last last season, we, we got some feedback that it was a good idea to expand to uh, to more platforms. So, yes, this will not be a visual presentation of any sort. But if you are on YouTube and you fancy just minimising the browser or maybe on your phone, just just take a listen for the next 35, 40 minutes. Uh, to our lovely voices and don't forget also if you want to follow us on our social media you can find all that stuff in the description um yeah so we're back talking about testing started on friday has concluded only a matter of hours ago um happened in bahrain this year not in spain and um, what do we think about testing um what do we think about what we've seen what we've not seen well i thought it was interesting to see sand in testing for once um that's been plaguing the teams no end and also the the poor commentators and the people in the pit lane as well uh i when i tuned in i did hear someone moaning about the sand it was coarse and rough and it gets everywhere <laughs> um i think that was will buxton no one else seemed to get the no, no the other commentators seemed to get the the joke there but i did i appreciated it uh just in case you all were listening will um but yes i was expecting to see more from mercedes i'm not gonna lie they they had a car of issues thank goodness i mean oh no poor mercedes um it seems to me like it's a little bit twitchy on the front end i noticed also when i was looking at the cars lots of the teams seem to have got small aero parts on the front of their cars the ferrari definitely does and part of the reason for that can be for channeling air or just increasing the downforce on the front of the car so that it becomes uh, more grippy on the front end which helps a little bit with reducing the amount of oversteer you've got lots of drivers prefer uh, understeer to oversteer unless you're max verstappen in which case you just keep drifting the car around the corners um <laughs> which is part of the reason why alex albon <laughs> yes part of the reason why yeah. alex albon didn't do so well but yeah i i was expecting to see more from mercedes and maybe it's just part of their 4d chess plan toto wolf has got this managed very well he's going to lure everyone else into a full sense of security before bam first season <laughs> kicking them all where it hurts but i was really impressed with mclaren i think they've done some fantastic gains they've got the mercedes engine yes so i'm so hyped for aston martin versus mclaren oh it's gonna be so good to watch ricardo versus vettel norris versus stroll yeah i suppose that's sort of a battle isn't it old versus old young versus young so we've got some fantastic things i think this season and i i well i i just i just can't wait actually for the for the first race in two weeks yeah, I'm I'm the exact same, and I think it's worth a mention as well. Just as as Tom said, we've just come off the the last um, afternoon test of the entire three days. 
let's give a shout out to Yuki Tsunoda. What a star mm-hmm. in his first ever yeah. F1 testing. Um, I think that's going to be really, really interesting to watch. And in general, the Alpha Tower, in my opinion, is is really strong this year. So that'll be really interesting. So you mentioned talking about Mercedes and then those other teams, Tristan. I think it's worth starting on teams and what we think about um, how they'll do this year and what we've seen in testing. Um, I've done a little happy face on my notes for the ones the teams I think have done well and a little sad face for the ones I think have done badly. Um, so I just thought I'd start by saying, yeah, Alpha Tauri, absolutely big smiley face. They are looking really, really good this year. And with, with Gasly, who's continued to be superb throughout last year, and now, wow, Yuki Tsunoda, like, yes, it was just one test, but he is not afraid to absolutely push it. So I'm really, really excited to see what he'll do. And I've also put McLaren there because... McLaren. I mean, yeah, come on. McLaren. Come on. <laughs> they have been great. And t- both drivers, I think, are, are, you know, they're, they're very hungry. They're very strong. They have both have a lot to prove. And obviously with the new um, Mercedes engine, I think we're going to be absolutely seeing them up up there. And I, I mean, we'll come on to predictions later, but I do predict some good uh, results for McLaren. Um, and then for my sad face, mm. I've um, obviously put a bit, a bit of Mercedes, but I'm not too worried at this moment in time. As you say, mm. it could all be complete lies, um, <laughs> and they're actually going to com- <laughs> absolutely like rock, rock the boat when they show up for the real race and beat everyone. But <laughs> I also put Aston Martin because you d- you did mention them there battling, mm. but they had like zero laps. Like oh, that's an exaggeration, clearly, but. <laughs> If you look, I mean, I know, um, I think Mercedes did have the least laps because of all their problems, but Aston Martin had so few as well. And for a team that are, you know, starting fresh with a new with a new car and with a new name and with, you know, with Vettel there, they needed as much testing as possible. And they got so few. Vettel got absolutely none compared to other people and, and having so many issues. So I'm kind of disappointed, I'm not going to lie, with Aston Martin, how they started. If you think back to this time last year when Racing Point, popped up you know same technically the same car well same team as they are now they popped and they were absolutely they they made um made waves and they made stories um, and headlines from testing if you remember everyone was so shook about that pink mercedes and this year same team but kind of disappointing i'm not gonna lie um but yeah that's my sort of my team review review what do you think tom Oh, I think Red Bull have done really well. Uh, and I know that Hamilton sort of come out to the media and said uh, Red Bull are a different animal, um, quite clearly trying to sort of almost get in their heads early doors, which I get. But um, having Verstappen uh, first on the timesheet and Perez when he um, was, I guess, not racing but driving for them the day before and the fact they posted a whopping 139 laps in one day, they've very much been at the front of the grid for the entirety of testing. As we say, testing maybe not a clear reflection of what will happen um, but Red Bull have been notorious for starting off slow uh, be it in testing or be it in the first few races so the fact they've come out the doors uh, all guns blazing and they've got to in my view world-class drivers uh, in Verstappen and Sergio Perez I think they could really take the the fight to Mercedes moving forward especially if they have a more reliable car than last year and Mercedes vice versa have some reliability issues so um yeah big smiley face for uh, for Red Bull and may I just add for Kimi Raikkonen and for Sainz who I think have done rather well in what were two poor cars last year and which look to be two average cars this year because of the lack of regulation change I'd like to also a bit of a shout out to the to the t- the drivers for not moaning after doing that 
many laps in a car which cannot be comfortable to drive for that long my butt would be hurting like crazy i can't even go from i can't even drive an hour and a half in my in in my car without getting like a numb leg pain Mm. down the down down the side maybe that's just my poor sitting position but being jammed in a tiny coffin over for for that long going over and over and over again my goodness god you think get out like i can't feel my ass it's completely numb i cannot do anymore i think you're right and also the fact as well that it's so condensed this year there is not time to take a one hour break and you know have a bit of food and have a drink they obviously there is a lunch break included but generally those four hours they want to be making the absolute most of them it's interesting that mercedes did not literally in the last session today i think there was like 45 minutes in before Hamilton hopped in the car. Um, but in general, yeah, you want to be making the most of it. So they must be exhausted now. Thankfully, <laughs> they do have a bit of a break and time for the engineers to work out what the hell was going on on some of those cars um, before before we get started. But you mentioned um, drivers there. Um, who, driver-wise, who sort of stood out for you as, as some, you know, real prospects for the year or maybe surprises? Danny Rick putting yeah. in some great t- times mm-hmm. in the in the in the McLaren. I'm expecting great things from the McLaren and uh, and one of the things I think that I've taken from this testing is is the already car uh, teams are adapting. So I read the Aston Martin team are already tweaking their floor from uh from testing. There is the I I don't know if it's officially been called Lasagna Gate yet with the McLaren, uh, Mercedes floor. Yeah. Um, they even tweeted out, been like, please stop comparing our floor to lasagna sheets. <laughs> so it, it looks like they've got some very complex uh, rear diffusing systems underneath. Um, if you don't know what a rear diffuser does, you have a nice big flat place underneath your car. Um, unlike most road cars, it's not bobbly. It's nice and flat. And then you put a rear diffuser at the back. And what that does is it sucks the air out, speeds it up. And what that does is it creates a low pressure area underneath the car. But if you put in little complex twiddly bits, what you can do is you can create uh, vortices, which also help with the aerodynamics. So back to people, as you said, Yuki Tsunoda, uh, Danny Rick, and Max Verstappen okay, putting in so the fastest. Yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how perhaps the the confidence that we're getting in, in each one of those cars. Ricardo's a great driver on the brakes. Verstappen seems to be able to pick the um the red bull car up and as i as i alluded to earlier just drift around the corners i mean the car oversteers like crazy but if you can just place it into the direction you want to go correct it and drive off and you're, you're doing great and sonoda as well i'm i'm rooting for him i'm hoping that there is uh the, the, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that he's he's been pulled up at the right time and i'm also really hoping that perez doesn't get the curse of the second Red Bull car. Um, I think he's putting some pretty good lap times. I think he's holding his own at the moment. But at the end of the day, testing is only a metric of how fast they can go under sort of these testing minor conditions, you know, one lap here and maybe a bit of a stint there. But there's the pressure isn't quite as high as when it's going to be race day. And so I'm hoping that all these great times translate over to the first the first race because i feel like at the moment we might have a proper fight on our hands for everyone below second place (laughs) yeah 
I agree. I, I think as well, extending from what I said um, a few few moments ago, Carlos Sainz has done a really good job. When you consider that, you know, third place on the last day of qualifying, as we say, it's not a fair reflection, but still to beat someone like Lewis Hamilton, Ricardo Perez, who we've all said has done an excellent job, it just shows how well he's taken to that Ferrari car. And looking at how Ferrari was last year and the struggles that um, Seb Vettel had, it's quite remarkable. And it does give you confidence moving forwards, I think, if you're a Ferrari fan or part of the team. If you think how well um, Leclerc did uh, last season, how consistent he was able to be with that car, regardless of the technical and mechanical issues that power unit had and the car more generally had. Imagine if you have two drivers like that who can really grind everything out of the car. I think you know, last season we spoke about how AlphaTauri nearly caught uh, Ferrari, but I think it's going to be far more competitive with Ferrari looking more upwards uh, in the constructors if they're able to replicate this consistency that Sainz has uh, done so far. I feel as if... I know we're maybe talking about drivers and I'm going to come back because I have points, but I feel like this is a bold prediction that I was going to mention earlier, but you've just said it. I think Alfa Tauri are going to beat Ferrari this year. <gasps> I feel like Ooh. I need like a bold prediction klaxon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we come That's on to predictions, prediction. we'll, we'll go through them first. But just for a bit of fun, I I wasn't blown away by Carlos Sainz and Leclerc, I'm not going to lie. Like I see Ooh. that one that one third place finish, but interesting. But I, I don't know what it was, but I wasn't... I didn't find watching the car and the laps exciting. <laughs> mm. I don't really know. I, I don't know. I think it's, it's early days. But also, I, I just quickly scribbled down when you were talking there. I don't know if you guys saw, but the what, whatever was going on between Signs and Raikkonen at the end when there was a when the, the session got red flagged today, like end of the day at the complete end of the session, they'd red flagged it and they were drivers were allowed to finish their lap or whatever. Signs and Raikkonen had a battle on track and hit. I don't, I was literally oh. boggled. I was like, "What are you doing?" They bumped tires and both went off. I didn't I like, see. I didn't see yeah, that. Yeah, I'll I have to send it to you and, and listeners. Like, I don't know if you saw it, but it was so stupid. Like, what's the point? Anyway, I, the, I, I don't. They will not be happy about that back in the in the. No, pits. there was the... no damage from what I could tell. But at the end of the day, that's completely unnecessary when it's yeah, the end of pretty testing. Daft. Um, yeah, really point? stupid. So that I think it was Raikkonen's fault, but well, you know we'll see. And shout out to him, by the way. He actually wasn't horrific this testing. He <laughs> he's had some good results. Um, and and Giovinazzi too. So good on you know Alfa Romeo for doing something. Um, but returning to drivers because mm. I'm the one that literally introduced the topic and then all of got <laughs> yes. distracted. Yeah, you, um, you diverged off yourself. Come on, sorry, Liv. I'm sorry. But you mentioned Ricardo. The I way did. he's gotten used to the car already like it's so exciting the fact that you always presume really that people will take a few races to get used to a whole new team whole new car it seems like he's absolutely jumped into it and is already doing fantastically so i can't wait to see that and obviously norris um alongside him i think that they could be very closely fought those two and they they always were like last year with norris and signs their qualifying record was pretty much tied the entire time so norris is going to prove a threat i think and the two of them together will push each other really hard but yeah, I think shout out to my boy Latifi, seventh place. Really, just just putting that out. He yeah. Got, yeah, 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 mm, seventh yeah. place. I tell you what, that's not poor. And I think and George in sixth today. I I do think there he is. I mean, oh, I'm George not, is back. Yeah, of course. I'm not saying they're gonna, you know, they're gonna win races, but let's maybe you know. I don't want to jinx it, but let's all hope this will be the year. You know, there might be a cheeky point. Um, <laughs> that, we'll, that, that's the level cool. we're at now, yeah. isn't it? We're just <laughs> like, that's how hyped we're gonna be. Can and you imagine the party? Real and they and they made it. 
on like, time. Yeah, oh, they have yeah. turned up to yeah. testing. I know. Yes, they made it Wild. on time. Wait. Um, so yeah, shout out to the, those guys because it is worth mentioning that that's actually pretty good for them, despite it just being testing. And then, mm. yeah, Gasly and Sonoda, Alpha Tauri supremacy this year. You know, I said it here, um, and Stroll. I think not too bad considering the Aston Martin had a bit of a rough few days. Yeah. Next to my mm. my sad face now, I have <laughs> Sebastian Vettel. Um, oh, Seb, I love Seb so happy. I like... was expe- I was sort of expecting something more exciting, and it just seemed like he trundled around, and there was an issue, and then he went for a media interview, and he talked to Ted Kravitz about cheese, and then <laughs> like that's <laughs> that's basically it. I wasn't blown away, and the same goes actually for Fernando Alonso. I think Angus, um, when we get to his sort of points, uh, his discussion points later that he noted down for us, for, um, yes, he listeners, did. He also yes. mentioned sort of the anticlimaticness of Alonso and at Alpine I I don't know I just kind of expected him to, to be more of a force in these early days but of course you know it's been literally years since yeah, <laughs> he's been in yeah. a car so I mean I don't yeah and he's been in an accident of course let's not forget he he was in a car um, a bike accident hit by a car quite recently so we've got to give him some you know mm. let him off a bit but yeah I found that quite un exciting so I think that's my uh, i'd like to just highlight the danny rick thing uh because i think we're, we're running out of time for this one so um mm-hmm. probably move on soon but i do think it's testament to the easiness of the of the, the mclaren car and i think it's been picked up on a few times before that it, they've seemed to have really built a nice car and that goes a really long way mm-hmm. to making a driver feel confident about pushing themselves a bit further the fact that yeah. Danny Ricks has jumped into it, and yes, he's a good, talented driver, but also, I think it's a really stable car. I think it's really nice to drive, and I'm hoping that this will really help McLaren fight Red Bull because Red Bull might be faster, but it's definitely on a knife edge more than the McLaren is. And sometimes, mm. you know, it's like the hare and the tortoise. Uh, McLaren might little be a bit like the tortoise in this, but the hair gets tired it makes mistakes and the tortoise trundles past so you know I- i'm hoping that i'm hoping that this is a great sign of the stability of the mclaren team um and it feels like a family it's really nice i think i think to be honest the battle between red bull and mclaren is going to come down i think to individual talents uh, with the drivers because both the cars look really really strong and when you get to a point where you're trying to split verstappen and perez on one side and then Norris and Ricardo on the other. That's a pretty feisty fight. That's a pretty top tier battle that we could be seeing sort of week in, week out uh, at different circuits which pertain themselves to sort of high speed racing. So, uh, yeah, I think it could be quite competitive this season, but moving forwards after the regulation change, we could see an even closer pack, all definitely between those two cars, which uh, is exciting, man. Exciting. That'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, now going on to the huge issue. Uh, of this season which car do you prefer i'm not talking about the sort of technical design but the actual sort of exterior liveries of each car which is your favorite which are the ones you hate to see on track let me know your thoughts oh Liv, i know i know you have strong opinions Uh, well (laughs) i I'm, i'm jumping about with them to be honest however i have decided my favorite three are the a team alpine aston martin alpha tauri aaa they're my three favourite liveries. I know, it works perfectly. The Alpine, I mean, it's cool. I like it a lot. I think that the 
color the blue is lovely and i think that the nose with the because it's got a sort of black running alongside the nose it almost looks like it's a lot thinner than everyone else's and i just think it looks really cool um and i, I like the alpine i like sort of the way they launched it as well with like the mountains and like the links to the history um i like the aston martin because it's racing green at first i was like because mm, in the rendered shots with the launch it kind of looked a weird color like turquoise and i was like no <laughs> seeing it on track i'm happy i'm happy mm. and the mm. alpha towery it's just nice it's just nice i like the i like the dark blue and the white and it's just pretty and it suits the drivers that are in it i don't know why but they're just we're very fashionable people and it's a fashionable car um mm. then ones that i don't like it's growing on me but i really didn't like the williams when it first launched agreed i Nasty. was really disappointed because i've seen obviously the pictures of the shakedown when they were we'd seen the drivers themselves but not the car like a little teasers they were doing and i saw the dark front wing and i was like yes and then i saw latifi and i saw george in their lovely dark green jacket dark, dark green what am i banging on about dark blue jackets <laughs> and i thought Mm, dark blue and white like that would be lovely and then they launched it and i was like oh, a bit of white and then i just saw like the orange which people keep calling yellow which looks orange to me and like, i wasn't very happy about it it's looking better on track but eh. and then obviously we've got to shout out you know Ra Ra rasputin the <laughs> has car um <laughs> what a, you know what on earth is going on there like what i'm so embarrassed for literally everyone has to be involved and i wish mick all the love and and I feel so sorry for him that Mick Schumacher has to drive in that absolute disaster of a car. But you know what? I'm well. It's being investigated. I'm pretty sure it still is. So we'll see whether is, that's yeah. allowed. Yeah. Um, but oh, it's so it's so. They were so embarrassed. They knew it was so bad that they didn't even launch it. Like they just dropped the photos one day and were like, "Oh my god, run away!" <laughs> but they didn't have a proper launch because their their PR, like the way they've got to deal with all these issues at the moment, they're just like dropping bomb after bomb, and it's embarrassing. So yeah, that's my absolute no no for a livery. And then the others, I'm just kind of like, they're okay. I'm in the middle um, with all the others. Yeah, I mean like McLaren, Red Bull, um, Alfa Romeo. Have they changed their cars externally? Uh, are their liveries Basically, any different? No. And I, I'm not even trying no. to be funny here, asking for well, a friend. They, 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 don't yeah. Give Alfa Romeo credit. They did invert their uh, <laughs> white and, and, and red. Wow. And uh, Alfa Tauri reminds me of the 2010 Williams livery. And I like that. I like the Honda on the back wing as well. In fact, I like that on the, on the Red Bull as well. I think I said that at the time. I feel like Red Bull, I was, I'm always hoping Red Bull one day do something a bit mental. Uh, every so often they do a testing livery around their I think usually around their like local track where they test um where they can do some quite cool things if you haven't seen it you can just google something like a Red Bull F1 uh testing livery and you'll see some different designs they've done over the years but they usually revert back to this uh, matte color yeah it's fine the I love the Mercedes my goodness that car mm. looks delicious it actually reminds me of a really upmarket toothpaste brand so if um mercedes you ever produce toothpaste looking like that packaging i'd buy it i think it's the the i know it'd be spearmint wouldn't it it'd be spearmint um so delicious looking uh aston martin that's great uh, i love the lipstick it kind of reminds me of the mark one golf with the uh lipstick on the front of that um i think they they did the bwt colors fantastically just a smidgen 
on the on and it goes with green i didn't think it would go with green but they've shown me they've shown me the way so i showed the new merch to to soph and she went looks great but it just looks like the people who wear those polos work at a really fancy garden center and i can't unsee it <laughs> i so cannot true. unsee it so uh so yeah true. i'm sorry if you bought one of those um you now look like you work at a really fancy garden center in my eyes but still mm. i love the colors fantastic alpine glorious oh the mm-hmm. blue and yeah, the, yeah. the red and the white it's it's excellent. It reminds me of something, and I can't really remember. What, can't, I can't place what it is. I think it's, it's also to... toothpaste. I'm... <laughs> oh, I, I, I think does. it is also. Toothpaste. I think it's to- yeah. Colgate. Kind of, kind of. A hundred percent Colgate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, you're not gonna be able to see that one as well. <laughs> Ferrari decided to take to forget to take the frog tape off the side of their car when they were stenciling on the. Um, on yeah, the, it's vile. On the so, M. Yep. So um, if you don't know what frog tape is, it's bright. It's that. Co- it's that color green. Um, uh, painter's tape so yes that why you oh they transitioned from like nice red into burgundy and then they went oh yeah let's put some green on it as well because that's always going really well so whoever signed on off on that needs a bit of a slap in the face um it's not going to be on the car the whole time because of what the the m controversy so you know yeah uh, and then you get in. Uh, I'm trying to think of a better name than Rara Rasputin, but I can't. So mm. congratulations, Liv. You've, Thank you. You've won the the nickname for the Haas VF21, whatever they're calling it. Yeah, um, that's cool. It's like being hit by the Kremlin. Um, <laughs> but like, do you know what? Oh, uh, 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 let's move on. Um, and then let's go to Williams. Well, you know, what I think about Alfa Romeo. The Williams car, I like it. I like it, and also. Big up Williams for doing something cool with the the VR launch. We have a we have a space in the guard in 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 the garden where we've got a, like a, a studio, a pod studio, and we've got enough space in there to to uh, do the VR thing properly. And I was so excited to VR the car into my house or in, into the, the the studio and take a look at it. And there's some twazuk hacked it. Like, what did you get from that? I was so angry. It's um, right, no, I'm not angry. I was disappointed. <laughs> I was yeah. really disappointed because I, I think the livery is kind of cool. Um, I know Angus, and um, I'm going to bring in what he says here. He says that it's a little bit busy for him, and I, I kind of see what he's going on there. Um, I'd agree. He says too yeah. much going on. Yeah, it, it kind of looks a bit like that, but I think part of the reasons for that is is many of the people looking at the render shots. Um, and there's there's lots of of layering on top of that with the with the stripes, but I don't know. I think it looks kind of cool. It it does look a little bit Formula Two ish, or um, the lower divisions. I I don't know whether or not you agree with that, but it's okay. I think they could have done better. I think they, it would have been really nice if they did like an homage to the the previous like Williams sort of liveries it's ironic that the alpha towery this year looks more like a williams livery than the williams livery does hmm. um but yeah i think that's that's a pretty good run through of what i think of them i i'm i'm supremely disappointed with Haas. i'm you sell your soul to the devil why don't you i as you say i feel so sorry for everyone involved all the pit crew all the engineers who have mm-hmm. to look mm-hmm. at it and uh yeah 
They don't oh. have a choice what like they, don't. What they have no, to wear. They don't. No, they don't. They don't. And the pe- and I feel again so, so we've mentioned this so many times before so we'll quickly brush over it because we need to actually move on. Um but the team who have to work on social and the team who have to work on PR how do you even deal yeah, with it's the really sh- hard. show that's going on? You can't like and if you but then if you don't you lose your job. Like it's yeah. such a difficult situation it, I mean, for them. House has gone from from the whole rich energy thing to this oh, thing. Yeah. It's like my yeah. god at what point do you look yourself here right guys this year let's just do something really normal let's just yeah, let's just quiet. be normal so yeah Ugh, sad face or angry face i think in the, in our emoji yeah. ranking system yeah I, I actually think to be fair looking at what's happened this season with the whole russian flag debacle looking at the, re- the recruitment of mazapin and um of schumacher two young drivers and looking at how desperate it's been for house coupled with Gundersteiner's recent comments that basically there's no points doing any development or too much development this season because essentially there's going to be huge regulation change in 2022. My bold shout is that Haas Formula One as itself will not exist next year and it'll actually be sold to another company. Yes, I I, I agree mm-hmm. uh, because I think Gene wants to get rid of the team just because it's not really I don't going blame him. that well. No, right. but. It, yeah it, yeah, it looks like they've given up before the season started. It's almost like get two young drivers in, which shows that we're doing something and thinking forwards, and it's fairly attractive to go and be in charge of two young drivers. You know, mm. one more than the other, sure, but it gives that sort of you know shop window look of hey, buy this thing, it's got a future. Um, and then looking at the sort of Russian flag thing, it kind of just shows that management doesn't really care anymore because if they cared. They wouldn't have stooped to that level, I don't think, in, in a yeah, long-term exactly. fashion. And it was a really top-down decision. I saw lots of people giving grief to the designer of it. Yeah, and me too. Bless it's not, him. and like at the end of the day, someone has got to design this. Yeah, and, and chuck it he, on a car. He, he tweeted, he went, "I've been given a brief, and I'm really proud of what I made, and good for him." You know, like yeah, that's not yeah. absolutely target him you know, at all. My, my, my family are graphic designers, and they're. I I really sympathise for him because he would have been given a brief and then revisions and then revisions of the revisions and it would have been mm. to the point. I'm I'm pretty sure they would have said, look, we want the order of the colours to be like the Russian flag and we want it to be on the front nose and we want it to be on the side, but you get to decide how long each line is or something yeah. equally ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it doesn't matter. I'm not going to let... Yes. I'm not going to let it ruin the rest of the season. No, all this I wish, I wish, I wish <laughs> Schumacher, and yes, I will wish Mazepin every I'd success. Like to, I'm sorry, I, you've you've started me on or something. Again. Um, he laughed today when he almost had the crash, and everyone was already, already Twitter was absolutely popping off, being like, "He's a danger," which he is. He <laughs> he um he almost crashed into uh, into Lewis and went on his team radio that was that, broadcast yeah. ha 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 I almost crashed into Lewis and mm. no one responded and the, and the commentators oh. were just like okay so great start Small for him there words. he really knows how to you know impress a crowd you it's know, gonna be get so people much on drama side. I know but anyway shall we crack on just before we lit oh, in fact do we want to mention what Angus thought about the liveries just yes, before we because we, we don't want to ignore his ideas yeah, so, so Angus this is your, your moment in the sun Angus says top three liveries Alpine it's grown on him you should get that checked out (laughs) red bull honda on the rear wing is a-okay i completely agree i think we all agree with that Mm -hmm. mercedes prefer black to silver absolutely i think i think most people i've spoken to say they prefer that they're no longer the silver arrows but you know 
Mm. Who cares? Ferrari, the green ruins it. Absolutely. Williams, this is the bottom three, by the way. Yes, <laughs> sorry. This yeah. is the bottom three. Uh, Ferrari, green ruins it. Yeah, I think we we agree with that. Um, Williams, too much going on. Yeah, I, I I can see where he's coming from. I think you two see uh, agree with him more than I do. Yeah. And finally, Haas on principle and on merit. <laughs> um, so yes, please, 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 really, please put in the comments what you think of the liveries, whether or not you disagree yeah. with us. Shall we? Shall we do some predicting? Yes, we should. Let's, Let's go it. around Let's the room. It. Let's start with Let's Angus's. Go. So, I'll start with we'll start with Angus's predictions. He thinks that the champion is going to be Lewis. He thinks okay. that the constructors is going to be Mercedes. They're going to win. Okay. Rookie of the year, Sonoda. Biggest surprise, Norris against Ricardo. Biggest letdown, Alpine and Alonso. Ooh. Mm. No, not an Alonso fan there, eh, uh, Angus. And number of race winners, six. Ah. Um, and a bold prediction. So I mean, this is when the klaxon goes off. Um, there isn't going to be a klaxon. I'm sorry to disappoint you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> bold prediction Perez to outscore Max oh, that is a bold prediction that is a very bold that prediction bold. Angus um, and bold. I'm sure on, some Angus. of those will age like milk and I'm sure some of those <laughs> age like fine wine we'll have to, have to find out Liv do you want to give us some of your predictions whether or not yeah. you agree with Angus's no absolutely so on those first two champion and constructors I did also put Lewis and Mercedes however I would like to point out you can put it on record. I think it, I can. I was going to say guarantee. You, don't say that. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think that it will be closer between first and second than it was last year. That's all I'm saying. That's bold. I no, I am. <laughs> but I think I don't think that Mercedes will or, or Lewis will beat the gap that he had last year. I think it'll be closer. I think the Red Bull is looking good, and I think yep. that the Mercedes, whether it's a lie or not is looking a tiny bit sketchy it will still be a race winner let's face it lewis, lewis will still win but let's let's i'm predicting a closer fight for the both championships i'm saying it right here right now mm, i know so okay. that's my my prediction so it's, they come with an asterisk it's lewis and mercedes but with an asterisk uh rookie of the year got to say sonoda obviously like he's done really well today you know f1 fantasy agrees with us he's the highest priced um rookie um, I would love to see Schumacher do it well as well, but both of those, uh, they're the only two rookies, you know, uh, that I can acknowledge. So <laughs> um, I'm really, I think that Sonoda will, will do better just because he's in a better car than Schumacher. Not bothered where Nikita finishes. Um, the biggest surprise, I put, I don't know if this is a surprise actually, but I think that Stroll will beat Vettel. I think that youth will beat wisdom mm-hmm. um, in that team. Because I just feel like Vettel just can't catch a break, the poor boy. Like, I I would love, this is what I want. I want to see absolute Vettel redemption. I want to see him winning races, you know. That's what I want. But yeah. realistically, I think Stroll is young, he's hungry, and he has proved to us, he proved to all of us, specifically us four, that he actually can be very good. So I'm going to predict that. And let down, I do agree. I think that Alpine are going to be a bit meh this year. Alonso, I think he'll do better than he has in testing, but still not like fighting for the for the championship, like some people might say. Um, I think that McLaren, this wasn't one of the things listed, but I think McLaren will win a race. And I think that my bold prediction that you all gasped at earlier is that AlphaTauri will beat Ferrari. And that mm. is my prediction. The end. Okay. Mic drop. 
I, I think, okay, but it sounded like a broken record here, but the champion, I think it's probably going to be Lewis. I think the constructors is going to be Mercedes. Rookie of the year. Uh, okay, well, I, I'm going to be different then. I think mm-hmm. I, I'm going to I'm going to go with Schumacher. Nice. Uh, I, I would don't, love that. I don't necessarily think he's going to do particularly well, but I feel like he's going to really hold his own. A bit like how I was championing Russell. I think I think he's going to show off what he can do, and I think he's going to beat Mazepin. I think the biggest surprise I think is going to be uh, Aston Martin. I think, uh, and when I say surprise, I think they're going to be closer to Red Bull than perhaps we we thought. Oh, I think the biggest letdown of them all is going to be Ferrari. Um, just because I don't think Ferrari's made particular gains. I don't think, I think science is going to have a hard time getting it, uh, getting the car to, to a position where they'd be truly proud of. So I think it's going to be a bit of a letdown yet again. Yeah. And I think the number of race winners, I think we're going to have four race winners. Oh, I didn't do that. Sorry. Would you like to do that? <laughs> um, number of race winners. Um, I would like there to be more but I think last year no I would like I'd genuinely like in a dream season I mean I would I would say like eight at least eight however I think last year we were super lucky with some of the mm. variation we got to see oh I absolutely loved it I want mm. to see it all the time however this season at the moment Touchwood looks more regular than whatever was going on last year right. so I'm gonna go with like five. I, I like Angus as six, actually. I honestly like Angus as six. Six is but... a good number, but that's an optimistic number. But, okay, I'm going to go five. Yeah. I've gone five. four. You've gone five. Angus has gone six. So, uh, Tommy, that has to be hilariously optimistic or gloriously <laughs> pessimistic. Um, and my my bold prediction is going to be that Russell gets ten points. Ten? Oh, my gosh. I would literally cry. Oh, I think, yeah, ten. That's a bold prediction. Russell bold. gets ten points. Yeah. Okay, right, champion. Toyed with this one, but I think after long consideration, it will be Lewis Hamilton, unfortunately. <laughs> no disrespect. Okay. Uh, constructors. Now, I mean, this isn't going to be my bold prediction, but I think Red Bull are going to win the Constructors. Because I think, I, I think sort of looking at the gearbox issues that Mercedes have had, uh-huh. I don't think this is going to be sort of a huge reliability issue, but looking at that coupled with... Bottas, who unfortunately, dear lad, is not up to the same standard as Hamilton, Verstappen and Sergio Perez. He will be the Albon of this season, I believe, lagging behind um, what should be the the top four cars. And I just think that Verstappen has really come out fighting. Perez is a vast improvement on Albon. The car's looking really punchy, so I think they'll nick it, but they will literally nick it by a couple of points. Uh, Rookie of the year... I think that will be Schumacher, because I think, similarly to Leclerc last year, he'll bring that Haas, or should I say Ferrari-powered Haas, kicking and screaming up the rankings to maybe a couple of points, but I can't see any more than, let's say, two or three at best, if circumstances are going in his favour and the wind's blowing in the right direction. Um, He's a very talented driver, there's no doubt, and I think if Haas do have any success and don't finish last, it'll be because of him and him alone. Biggest surprise. Well, I, I see the biggest surprise being that Ocon will beat Alonso handsomely in the inter-team fight at Alpine. Um, put in a lot of hard yards, or should I say laps, um, with testing. And looking at the fact that Alonso's been away from the sport for so long, he's almost going to be playing catch-up, I think, to Ocon, who 
if it weren't for a few reliability issues uh, at Renault, he'd have done far better last season. And he's a, a young driver with a bit of steel and fire on his belly. So, yeah, I think he will he will beat uh, Alonso, and that will be the surprise, I guess, um, looking at the sort of midfield battle. Biggest letdown. I think Aston Martin full stop will be a big letdown. Um, I think they've got the tools, but have they got the drivers to do the job? I'm not convinced. Um, I'm not convinced that Vettel will be a huge upgrade, if an upgrade at all, on Sergio Perez. A slight downgrade, maybe. Um, and Stroll is a good enough driver. He certainly improved. But is he better, or a lot better than last year and the last year's drivers that they had at their disposal? Bearing in mind that Perez would pretty much finish every race in their points for them by one or two incidents where the car would pack up for, uh, for then racing points. So yeah, I think they're going to be a letdown compared to last year. I don't foresee a, a huge battle between um, themselves and McLaren, but I'd love to be proved wrong. Um, and number of winners. I'm going to go bold here. I'm going to go incredibly bold. Fully optimistic. Hat on today, friends. Seven. Seven. Oh, there, there, Fair enough. <laughs> it's going to be seven. Somehow, it's going to be a spicy season. I'm really... I want that. I'm so excited. Yeah. And bold prediction, as if my previous predictions have not been bold enough. Um, I think that Williams will beat Haas. Oh, that's, that's good. I know, I agree. That's a bold, which, yeah, that's which good. Which kind of well... goes against my presumption that Schumacher will score points. Again, <laughs> what you've done there, think... you've set yourself up as a bet against and a bet for. Exactly, I've got to win in some regard. I've, I've got another one. <laughs> yeah, I've actually got another one. Now you've said that, I'm going to... Not only bet that George is going to get points, but I think Nicholas Satifi is going to get a point. Ooh, that'd be nice. I'm going to get a point for each. And That's please let us know your predictions mm. down below. And of course, if you want to go against us directly, we do have a F1 Fantasy League where we have teams already waiting in time for the first race in two weeks' time. There'll be a link in the description where you can go to join that, take a look at our teams and uh, construct something different, maybe a little bit bold, uh, perhaps puts us to shame with our conservative uh, ways of thinking. So yes, please join our F1 fantasy team. Yeah, we'll have to do an update on um, how the league is going once it starts. But, yep. um, and so ends the first episode of a new series of F1 in Review. Thank you very much for listening all the way to the end of this episode. Whether you're a new listener, an old listener, or somebody who just occasionally devils, thank you nonetheless. We'll be returning shortly after the 28th of March, after we've seen the first Grand Prix in Bahrain unfold, and we can tell you, and you can tell us, whether testing was a true indicator of what was to come, or whether or not it was actually just a facade and an illusion. He's hoping moving forwards, no disrespect to Sir Lewis Hamilton, but that we see a different winner at this race, and a different winner in the overall championship. Yeah. Murray Walker will be looking down on this season, commentating oh, yeah. from above. Yes. A, uh, an icon, I think. He was, uh, he was a bit before my time. I mean, I was when, when he stopped commentating, I was only four years old. So mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't remember him, but he's definitely made an impact mm-hmm. on the sport. I think that his impact is really summarised in, in the sense that, you just said it, we weren't watching when he was commentating, yet we still 
know him as an icon and, and know his voice and that, yeah and that exactly and that shows what his legacy continued despite stopping he's still an icon to young fans so the Attenborough yeah. of the of the Formula One world and devastating news but fantastic to see everyone celebrating his fantastic career so yeah absolutely 